You're listening to the Morning Punch and Show with RBNJ live and direct for more cities and at Instagram models bio. Get ready for some boxing talk on the clock. Let's face it, you're not working and somebody's got to pay for the Wi Fi. Good morning, everybody. It is RBNJ. This is the Morning Punch and Show, the most unpredictable, honest, and authentic morning boxing talk show in the game. Today is Monday, August 29th, 2016. Our special guest today on the Hotline Bling will be the WBA champ, Jason Sosa, and Hall of Fame promoter, Russell Pelt. We're going to talk to them about what's coming up for Sosa. Um, we were supposed to get a Sosa versus Javonta Davis fight, so we're going to see where that stands and what the status of that fight is. We're going to get a lot of good stuff from them. Let me properly introduce my partner in crime, my PIC, the creator and founder of BadCulture.net. Jay, how you doing, Jay? Jay is doing great. It's Monday morning. We're going to talk about some boxing. We're going to get into a sizzling hot question of the day. The hot question mm-hmm. of the day, RB put it out there in a Twitter sphere last night. What do you think is the biggest problem in boxing right now? Once again, what is the biggest problem in boxing right now? We see your responses. Keep giving them to us during the show. Make sure you use the official show hashtag TMPS because we want to hear from you. RB, Jay, these people got lit yeah. when we put this question out there. They really did. I was about to say, we got some good stuff. And, you know, once you get into reading some of these responses later, a lot of the fans are saying the same thing. They are not all over the place. So hang on tight. We're going to read some of your responses. We're going to shout you out on the show. Uh, But it looks like everybody is pretty united on what they feel is so wrong about boxing right now. Russell Peltz this morning said, I want to answer that hot question that you guys put up. So, you know, he's been in the game 46 years, and he's going to tell us what the biggest problem in boxing is right now in his eyes and his opinion. So that'll be cool. So, guys, the lines are open. Call 718-508-9852. Press 1 to speak your piece. Press 1 to play know it or blow it with us. We need two contestants today. The questions are not that hard. We are going to give you an extra 10 seconds on the clock, so we're going to give you 20 seconds to answer our trivia question, and you can win any free boxing shirt you want from the RagingBabe.com store. Woohoo! Right? You got to get your Raging Babe gear. Yeah. So, Jay, look, boxing's been really, really slow. And me and you last night were like, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, like, really, there, there, there's not a lot of fights happening. There's not a lot of fights coming up. September does look to be a little more promising. But we're like, you know what? We're just going to get a crack in. We're just going to do what our and day does. That's right. That's right. We're going to talk about what we got. <laughs> we lit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the sport, but we lit. So we're going to talk about something. All right, before Sosa and Russell Peltz call in, I guess we can go ahead and punch in with the weekend fight recaps. There wasn't a lot of fights on this weekend. Saturday night on right. Uni Mas, Miguel Mariaga knocked out Guy Rock. I only saw the highlights of this, but apparently that was a little bit of an upset. I don't think that was supposed to happen. No, it wasn't supposed to happen, but... This must have been the weekend of spoilers and the weekend of people <laughs> reaching the impossible dream. So that just kind of fell in line with what's going on right now. Maybe it's a maybe we need a splash of new blood out there, and that's what we got. Uh, well, I guess I'll have to check them out. I don't know much about Mariaga or Rob. But anyway, let's move right on to Saturday night on Spike TV from Anaheim, California, where Robert Guerrero lost to a cat driver, literally – he lost to like an Uber driver. Right, right. And he got five hundred k to do it. Ridiculous. I mean, with all due respect to Robert Guerrero, but come on, are you kidding me? Five k, five hundred k for that, and you, Robert Guerrero, man, his money must be long because we know he gets his money, win or lose. Well, yeah, we know he gets his money, and a lot of people were, oh, why did he get half a mil? Well. When you fight Floyd Mayweather, certain things happen. Not only does your lifestyle change, but your bank account changes. Not only does that change, but your contracts change. So when you, when you sign to fight Floyd, you know, Guerrero now has minimums that he wants to make mm-hmm. moving forward. And so every fight, he's guaranteed a minimum. I don't know for how much longer, but every fight after Floyd, he has made a half a mil or more. It didn't matter if he was fighting a cab driver or if he was fighting Danny Garcia. 
Why do people get on him for that? I ain't mad either. I, man, can somebody pay us a minimum every week for doing the show? I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> uh, so the guy who beat him, his name is David Perlata. And so he was a cab driver from Argentina. You know, si se puede. You know, he's like, I don't have to drive cabs no more. I did it. Guess who called him out right after the fight? No other than Paulie Malinaji. <laughs> like, words. Like, come on, man. Like, Look, I still see Robert Guerrero in another fight. Don't be surprised if we get Robert Guerrero versus Omar Figueroa. Oh, God. It's going to be and, something like that. And Paulie Molinaji versus per David Peralta. Oh, boy, for the Brooklyn belt. <laughs> uh, another guy who took an L this weekend was Alfredo Angulo. El Perro lost mm-hmm. to Freddie Hernandez. Jay, break it down. Santo, 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 Espirito Santo, Santo. It's it's time. It's time. I love Alfredo yeah. Angulo. I've talked to him a number of times over the years. He's the sweetest guy. He's had some really jacked up things happen to him in his life. And I've always rooted for him, no matter who he fought, just because of the man that he is. But it's time. It's mm-hmm. a wrap. You know, I had I had some high hopes for him because I saw the cornrows came back, and that's when he used to be a killer. When he had the cornrows, so I had some high hope for the hair, but he ain't been right since that sister cut his hair out here before the Canelo fight. It's, it's, he's got a beautiful woman, a beautiful daughter, a daughter on the way. Mm. He just looks slow and plodding, and he was just there, and I don't want to see him get hurt. It's a wrap. It's, it's time to go. Good night. I agree. It's time to his, go. Uh, his watching him was, was sad, and there was people calling it a fun fight because we saw blood. Yeah. You know, I'm like that. There was not a fun about that fight. It was a really Nothing. sad fight. I mean, he he looked like Frankenstein in there. He could barely pick his feet right. up, could barely move his head, and uh, his punch resistance is at like a one. He can't take a punch. People, his people have some really strange ideas of what fun is. If that's fun, that's fun right up there with like a root canal. Nothing about that was fun. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, hopefully. The people in his corner, whoever his management is, his trainers, his wife, I really hope that they advise him to walk away while he still has, you know, his brains left and um, some mobile mm-hmm. skills. And, you know, it's just time to ride that wave. I think he made 100 k You know, invest it. Open yourself a little business or a taco stand or, you know, I, right. I, that probably sounded really, like, wrong right there. But, no, I'm serious. You know, he lives in California. Well, I think he's from Mexicali. That's some real spit. I mean, I wouldn't be offended if you told me I should hang it up and open a soul food restaurant. I mean, I'm not gay. That, that's what it is. Know your audience. Your audience is boxing people. Get you like a nice little, like a boxing bar, a little boxing themed bar, like somewhere in L.A. or San Diego or whatever. Hook it up. Put some photos in there. Put the fights on when you have a pay-per-view. And, man, it's time. You know, keep. he's still a pretty young guy, and he's a well, well-liked guy. Angulo is a popular dude. Whether you like his fighting now or not, a lot of people love Alfredo Angulo and their stuff he could do. Yeah, well, that was it for the fight this weekend. <laughs> I mean, that is, I, look, I feel embarrassed even talking about this, but that's it. Look, uh, Guerrero lost to a cab driver. Angulo is shot. Uh, Mariaga pulled the upset and knocked out Guy Rob on Unimas. That's all we got for you. And Jay is going to give us the upcoming boxing schedule this weekend. And it's going to be bad. Like, we're going to play some funeral music. And, man, it's really, really bad. But you know what? It, let, let's, okay, let's be honest. It is Labor Day weekend, so we didn't expect, you know, like, huge flights. A lot of people are going to be traveling, vacationing. I'm going to be in Philly. Then I'm heading down to the beach in Virginia. So, you know, it's not like we're really going to be around either. But, dang, it's bad. It's really bad right now. Look, we want to play Know It or Blow It. If there's anybody in the queue on the switchboard right now that wants to play Know It or Blow It, press 1. Okay? The question is fairly easy. If you cannot answer this in 20 seconds, then you don't even deserve to be a boxing fan. (laughs) Call in, 718-508-9852. We'll put 20 seconds on the clock. We're going to give you a trivia question. You could pick any shirt you want from the RagingBabe.com store. Jay, do we have anybody daring to play? We actually got people daring to play today. They feel brave. What? I like a brave. So we have two people in the queue 
ready to play. I see a queue full of area codes. I see some 812s and 718s and 916s and 919s and 470s and 213s and 504s. But, you know, y'all rather just stalk than play. But we do do have two brave souls that will play with us this morning. Yeah, remember, guys, you have to press 1 so that we know you want to play. If you don't want to play, don't press 1. But if we see you press 1, we're picking you up on site. Damn right. That's right. We're doing it. Show you right. All right, 812, I'm picking you up. 812-760, who is this, and where are you calling from? Hey, Jay, RV, this is Joey from Indiana. Man, y'all got me on this. Know it or blow it. I blew it last time, man. <laughs> oh, come on. I, hey, I just caught in to talk boxing. Y'all put me on the spot already. Oh, man. Okay. All right, well, where do you want to start, Joey? Do you want to talk about the hot question of the day? What's the biggest problem in boxing? Is it, or do you want to go right into the trivia game? No, no. Let, let's talk a little boxing. Um, you know, real right. quick. Um, I'm disappointed. I don't, and I live out here in southern Indiana, so no movie theaters out here are showing Hands of Stone. So like, what? I gotta wait until like, yeah, nowhere, nowhere. Like, I live out here in Newburgh, like by Evansville, close to Kentucky. And there's no theaters in sight. So I'm disappointed because I was ready to see that. But I am going to visit family in Chicago next weekend for Labor Day weekend. So I'm definitely going to catch it. Um, I guess for me, for boxing, um, I was excited for Peralta. Like, it, it's always, it always feels good when you get to see the Rocky moments live, you know, in mm-hmm. reality. So that was, to me, that was awesome to see. Man, but the real uh, highlight of Saturday Night, Jay, was uh, – Spike TV was uh, getting your girl RB. Like, it was on RB on Twitter, man. <laughs> it was on me, yes. <laughs> hey. Spike TV was coming at my neck. Did you see that? Yeah, hey, it was, everybody was like, forget the fight. Let's watch what's going to happen on Raging Days. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, then you got, you got Jade trying to delete you from Blocky or whatever she was doing. I'm like, what is going on here? Look, me and Jay on a Saturday night, we're a mess. So we're, we were texting each other. And I'm like, yo, let me see if I can get our followers. You know, Jay's like, have them tweet something to Spike, you know, calling it the fight of the year because they were looking to put something on TV. And, man, mm-hmm. they caught on to my little game real quick, and they were on my top. It was funny. Was oh, cool. man, they didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Hey, yeah, but uh, they need, we have no, to they have need fun. to give us a we check. Have have we, had, we, had pe- we had people tuning in. There's probably people who are watching on Twitter like, what's going on on Spike? Look at, look at what we did. Yeah. We, we had people so lit. That was fun. Hey, Jay, that was fun. Jay and RB, let me ask you this. Um, what yeah. do you think? Do you think the undercard, I'm real excited. I'm, I'm finally glad that we got the Ward and Kovalev announced. But do you think the undercard will be solid or it's going to be kind of just a, kind of what <laughs> we've been getting on undercards? Yo, that's a good question, and nobody seems to know the answer. I We have... I have no idea. Jay, I don't know if you heard something. I have no idea who's going to be on that undercard. And when you look at Rock Nation's roster, yeah, when you look at Rock Nation, their roster, and you look at Main Event's roster, who are they going to put on there? I mean, it'd be cool if Luis Arias got a shot, right? right. The guy who right. left Mayweather, Luis Arias, mm-hmm. it's about time he got some visibility maybe. But who's Main Event's got? Right. Hey, They'll RV, probably put on think, that kid, uh, Daniel Twitch. Our Rock Nation's got that little white kid, that real cute kid that they've been uh, developing. Maybe they'll throw him on a Ooh. card, Daniel Twitch. Daniel Twitch, oh. I think is his name. Little cute guy. And uh, I don't know who main events got. Maybe we on the card. I don't know. Hey, RV and Jay, you said, and this is crazy me even asking this, but you think Kodo, Kodo has too much pride to even be on the undercard, right? Mm. Like, even if they, Wait, put him yeah. the, if they put him against a tomato can, but at least just to have his no. name on there, he wouldn't nah, do it, Joey. right? No, he's not going to nah. do it, and his minimums are way too much money. He's a headliner. He's the main event. He's got a big ego, lots of pride. No way is he going to be on the undercard of Andre Ward. No way. No. Nah. However... Okay. Let- yeah. However, you know who is going to be looking for a fight soon, and I think now they could actually make the fight, and we were going to talk about this, during in case you missed it, James Kirkland was arrested this past weekend for child support. So you know he's going to be looking for a fight. You know he's going to be looking yeah. for a check. I see Cotto versus James Kirkland in December. Oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Hey, Jay, Jay I, I think you would have got a kick out of I don't know if you heard it. I just heard it this morning. But the... <laughs> 
the uh, the big baby good. Miller and Deontay Wilder uh, phone conversation. Did y'all hear that yet? Mm-mm. I haven't no. heard that that mess yet. What's going on? What's yeah, cracking? No, it was on some satellite radio show. So when y'all get a chance, just go, you know, wherever you find your uh, sources at, just go ahead and take a uh, listen to that conversation. It was, it's definitely off the chain. I mean, Deontay oh, called man. in. Big Baby was going off, and then Deontay called in on the show, and it was just crazy. But it was very, mm-hmm. very entertaining. So definitely give it a shot. But, uh, Jay, what? okay, I'm, start, I'm tired of running around. I think I'm ready for this uh, uh All right. question. Well, look, but- before we yeah. play trivia with you, before we play boxing mm-hmm. trivia with you, um, I'm looking at the calendar of September, and I'm going to read mm-hmm. off some of the fights that are happening, and I want you to tell me which one of these fights are you most looking forward to. So okay. let, let's start off. Um, let's see. We have Sergio Mora versus Danny Jacobs. <laughs> We've got Cal Brook versus Golovkin. Uh, Chocolatito versus Carlos Cuadras. We've got Dusty Harrison versus Thomas Solana. Ishe Smith versus Frank Galarza. And Canelo versus Liam Smith. So out of those fights, which one are you most looking forward to? That's easy for me. (laughs) That's going to be Brooke versus Triple G. Mm, Okay. Yeah, it's I probably actually the most think it's gonna be. Yeah, I think it's gonna be most competitive. And then I've always been fascinated with uh, two undefeated fighters going against each other. So that's kind of maybe. I mean, I like the Choco Lebito card too. I wish I lived out there in uh, Southern Cal or in California because I think that card is gonna be fun to watch. Well, yeah. I am taking myself to L.A. Me and Jay, we are going to Woo-hoo! be jaywalking out in L.A. There was no way that I was gonna miss the Choco Lebito fight. No way. So um, yeah. let's play Know It or Blow It because our Hotline Bling guests are going to be calling in here any second. So here we go. We're okay. going to give you 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. Oh, man. All right. You got, got this. my heart. You got, got this. Got my, got my, okay. All right. Now, remember, Joey, you got 20 seconds. So you're going to hear the buzzer once, and then I'm going to restart the 10-second buzzer. And once you hear the second, eh, eh, that means time is up. So you got two 10-second markers, okay? Okay. I'm ready. All right. All right, RB. Joey, if if Y E S spells yes, what does E Y E S spell? Oh my God. I'm about to blow this. If Y E S spells yes, what does E Y E S spell? E Y E S. Oh man, I wanted that Puerto Rico shirt too. I blew it, y'all. I don't know. Damn, that's I'm over two on them things. No, hey, no Yo. more. Don't take them for me no more, RB. Okay, all right. Uh, Look, all right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna maybe let somebody else try to answer that one later. But thank you for being a good sport. We're always going to have contests and giveaway. We're going to be doing some giveaways this week on Twitter. So make sure okay. that you're just always following me and Jay, and we're going to be giving out some of those Puerto Rican boxing legend shirts because that one's flying off the shelves. So uh, we're going to put you back in the queue. Have a good Monday, Joey. Thanks for listening. All right. Hey, thank you, ladies. Y'all take care. All right. All right. Take care. Jay, uh, let's go to a, a commercial, one. and then we'll come back with Hotline Bling. Yes, let's do it. If you want the best, Box Stats beats the rest. Box Stats is the best boxing app for all you boxing enthusiasts and professional boxers. Perform a quick search and get all the info you want and need. Box Stats, available on the Apple App Store. Download it for free today. Box Stats, know your opponent. All right, we are back. We're going to jump right into the hotline bling. We have Russell Pelt in the queue, Hall of Fame promoter, promoter of WBA champ Jason Sosa. Jay, let's bring him on in. And we're joined by Russell Peltz. What's going on, Russell Peltz? I'm busy. I'm here. Looking forward to it. All right, great. We're actually waiting for Jason Sosa to call in, so we'll talk to you first. Big win over there in China for the kid. Came back with the strap. uh, Beat Javier Fortuna. Seems like a lot of things are going well for Jason. He was given the key to the city in Camden. Um, I see him making all these appearances all over the place. So how has his life changed, if any, since winning the WBA championship? 
I well, any change it's, it has to be for the better. He's still the same happy-go-lucky kid he was, and uh, my fears about him fattening up on the banquet circuit are unfounded. He's been in the gym loosening up and working out and staying in shape. He's he's proud of himself. He's proud of what he's done for himself and for his city. And, uh, you know, Jason Sosa is a good guy. He's one of those fighters that you can't say anything negative or derogatory about. And he also is not the kind of person who says negative things either about his opponent or anybody else in the business. Yeah, he always seems to be super respectful, super professional. So uh, he beat Fortuna and then, um, you know, talks of the Cervantes Davis fight started swirling around social media and there was articles written and apparently the WBA granted him an exception to make this defense and they actually approved Javante Davis. Is that correct? Yeah, they, they gave him an exception to have a, uh, a voluntary defense and Davis was raided and they approved that fight. So we're just waiting on Davis to, um, to come to the table. I guess that's the best way I can say it. So at one point, it looked like it was a done deal. I mean, there was dates being thrown out there and articles being written, and all of a sudden, the, the brakes were pumped. So where are we today with it? Well, the first thing, Michelle, I've always learned, it, it's not a done deal till the bell rings. Um, there, I, I don't know what's going on with Gervonta Davis. I do know, as I told you last week, that the old rule of thumb in boxing is you never, never, ever turn down a title fight. When we went to Beijing, we went there for no money. But it wasn't even a question with Sosa. It was a, it was a shot at winning the title. And I know that nobody, very few people, gave him a chance uh, to, to beat Fortuna. But he gambled in a very small purse, and he won the title. And now he's in a good spot. So... I, I would say the same thing to Gervonta Davis. If it's about money, if it's about where you want to live or you train, you sit down and you work it out. I mean, you know, intelligent, fair-minded people should be able to work anything out. You just don't walk away from a shot at the title. But, hey, that's on him. If it's not Gervonta Davis, it'll be somebody else. All right, talking about somebody else. And we were going to talk to Jason about this. You know, the division he's in is pretty stacked. So if it's not Javante Davis, what are some other options out there in his division that would look good? I mean, Lomachenko's out there. Vargas is out there. you got some good fighters in that division. There have been feelers from Vargas and Lomachenko. And uh, I don't see, I don't have a problem with either of them. Uh, Var, they're both great fights. Vargas style-wise, it's probably the best fight, but he's probably on the shelf till January or February. Me, I would fight Lomachenko um, because you're talking about the, the biggest purse that he could get at this point in his career, but management doesn't agree, and they and so um, right now, right now, this minute, as we talk, there's no fight with Lomachenko. Could that change tomorrow? I don't know. Um, People in boxing have to understand, even my people, that the money is not what it was a year ago. Not just because Al Heyman has been cutting back, HBO is cutting back. Everybody's cutting back because everybody's losing money. So guys that you used to see fighting eight-rounders underneath on a PBC show for 20 grand, bringing across the, the border, wherever they came from, Puerto Rico, Arizona, Texas, the guys that were getting overpaid, it's not happening anymore. Fighters mm. who might have been making 400000 a year ago might only be making 200000 now. That's just the face of the business, and the fighters have to accept that. Yeah. Well, I know that you like keeping your guys active. I know that you rather them fight, you know, three, four times a year than just fight once a year for the same amount of money. I think keeping them active is very important, keeping them fresh. And I think that's why Jason Sosa has been able to do so well. He has stayed active. You always matched him, you know, pretty tough. And he's hung in there with some of the best fighters in the world. So kudos to your matchmaking and everything you're doing with him. Now back to Javonta Davis real quick. 
Um, so there was some things out there that, you know, he wants to live in Baltimore. He likes to stay home. He wants to live home and train. And I guess Floyd isn't too happy about that. He wants them to move to Vegas, live in a nice house, drive a nice car. And I think the kid just wants to stay home. So I think the issues with this fight is him and the promoter, I think, need to get on the same page. Does that sound about accurate? I mean, I don't think it's the kid not wanting the fight. Floyd has to talk to him about the advantages of living in Vegas, and Davis has to talk to Floyd about the advantages of staying in where is it, Washington, D.C. or Baltimore? Baltimore. have to just sit down 50-50 and talk it over. It can't be like Floyd's the boss and, and you're going to do what I tell you. And it can't be like Davis is saying, if, if I don't want to come to Vegas, I'm not fighting. they got to sit down like men and discuss it, and they have to come to an agreement because you don't walk away from these kind of fights. You just don't. You know, I'm sure that Davis doesn't think that Sosa's in the same league with Lomachenko. He probably feels Jason is a beatable uh, champion, as a lot of people do, as a lot of people did feel he was beatable before he fought Walters mm-hmm. or uh, Fortuna. You don't walk away. You, you work it out. That's all. It's up to them. Yeah, I agree. So, Russell, we have this hot question of the day. I think this is a really good time to talk about this. The question is, what do you think is the biggest problem in boxing right now? Could you answer that for us? What do you think is the biggest problem in boxing right now? Lousy fights. It has overtaken uh, my number one, which was always the, the incredible amount of alleged world champions. But that's now taking a backseat to bad fights, bad matches, bad matchmaking terrible club shows, I mean what, what today's writers call club shows, anything that's not on HBO or Showtime or NBC seems to be a club show to most of today's writers, but everything, there's just not enough competitive fights. Uh, you know what, and you know that I do not like women's boxing, and, but the Heather Hardy, what was it, Shelly Vincent? Shelly Vincent. Now, if you had more fights like that, Okay, but with men, I mean, everybody raves about Earl Spence. Okay, uh, good fighter. But how can you compare the Earl Spence fight that day, which was a one-sided blowout, on, on a, with six million eyeballs, six million yeah. people watching that, compa- compared to the Heather Hardy fight? Now, if Heather Hardy and Shelly Vincent were men, I guarantee they wouldn't have fought. They just said, oh, let's wait, let's, you know, let's fight next year. That's the problem. You've got to make make good fights at all levels. You can't be charging $50 and $100 for people to come to shows just to see your fighter get a W so he can boost his record and eventually get on Showtime or HBO. That's why I love the Lamana-Dusty Harrison fight we have in two weeks because it's two guys that they're at the same level – fighting each other, not saying let's wait till we fight on HBO. That's the major problem with boxing. You turn on these fights, and they're not competitive. And on top of that, they're in the wrong venues. They're not in the hometowns of one of the fighters. That's probably, that's up there is one of my big reasons, because you can't build attractions in casinos in the middle of, you Mm -hmm. know, Keokuk, Iowa, when the fighters are from the (laughs) Northeast and, and the... Our West. You can't do it. I mentioned last week that I felt the Hardy-Vincent fight was more entertaining than the Spence-Bundu fight. And anybody oh, who disagreed with close. me, they, yeah, they were fraud in. I mean, that, the, the girls' fight was much, much better than the Spence fight. And if the girls hadn't fought, you wouldn't have had the size of the crowd that was there. Heather Hardy brought right. those people. Errol Spence sure did not bring those people to Coney Island. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, you know, it was just great atmosphere. <laughs> I hated to see it because I don't like women's boxing. I don't like to see women getting hit. But, hey. Oh, okay. So I was just going to ask you, why don't you like women's boxing? I, I you listen. don't like seeing women get hit. When I was at ESPN in the, uh, from 98 to 2004, I tried to discourage it. We would go to places, I don't know, let's just say Mississippi, and there'd be a woman's fight, and I'd try and keep it off TV because most of them weren't evenly matched. But I look in the corner, 
and I see either the, either the woman's husband, her brother, or husband or brother, and I'm thinking, what are these guys thinking? So here's 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 their wife or their girlfriend or their sister getting punched in the face. I mean, how can you do that? I, I just the way I was raised, Michelle. Just the way I was raised. No, I. If my father were alive and he saw me promoting a woman's match, he, he, he'd roll his eyes. He'd say, is this how I raised you? That's yeah. just me. If, you, if that makes me a male show, listen, I love women's basketball. I love women's track. I love women's – I like it all. I don't like to see women getting hit. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Well, so what about Clarissa Shields? She just went over there to Rio and won another gold medal. You know, where do you think she goes? Do you think she can be the face of women's boxing, or are we so far away from that? Well, I, I don't know what being the face of women's boxing means. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the women who play in the WNBA don't make any money. I mean, yeah. I, I think, I think I read recently where their salaries are like 15000 20000 25000 a year. And these are the best of the women female basketball players. I don't yep. know that there's enough competitive women out there. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, uh, listen, okay. for what, however you want to categorize me, Heather Hardy, in my opinion, is a good-looking woman. She's got a great smile. She's pretty. Mm. I never thought that she could compete with Shelly Vincent. And she did. She mm-hmm. won the fight, close fight, but she was the win- winner. I don't. I don't know. Um, I just don't know about women's boxing. Yeah. You know, you had Christy Martin, who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Uh, Lucia Riker, who may have been the, her and Ann Wolf may have been the best of their time. Um, who was the one that was in Playboy? Couldn't fight much, but she was. Ah, uh, the Saint John. Yeah, Mia St. John. So, you know, that well, to right, me was the heyday of women's boxing. Uh, whether or not, uh, you know, that Clarissa Shields or Heather Hardy can hearken it back to those days, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think uh, men's boxing is having enough problems. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that would be, you know, an answer if. if I don't know. I hate to think about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I mean, I, and I asked this because we see in the UFC how the women are really marketable there and they sell a lot of tickets and they're making a lot of money. And, you know, so we're like, hey, why can't that happen in boxing? Why can't that be, you know, for women in boxing? But let's switch back to men's boxing real quick. I'm looking at the calendar of September, and there's three big fights in September, and I'm going to give you all three. And then I want you to tell me which one is the most competitive and which one are you most looking forward to. So let's start with September 9th. We have the rematch between Danny Jacobs and Sergio Mora. We have uh, September 10th, Kel Brook versus Gennady Golovkin. And then we've got September 17th, Canelo versus William Smith. <laughs> um. Actually, the one I'm looking forward to the most is Golovkin and uh, and Kell Brook because of the incredible atmosphere there's going to be over there. I mean, what did they do? I don't know how big the place is, 20,000, 30,000. They sold it out in 11 minutes. I mean, yeah. the British are, are are wonderful fight fans. Probably the you know the number one place right now for boxing fans. I know a lot of Mexicans will turn out to see Canelo, but come on. I know a lot of them are not too happy with him uh, mm-hmm. for not fighting Triple G, but just for the atmosphere. I mean, if I could go to one of those three fights, I'd fly to London and see that fight yeah. in a heartbeat. And if I didn't 100%. have a fight the next week in Philly, I, I thought about it. It's just, it's just, I've been to fights over there. I was there the night... Um, Oh, one of the kids got hurt. I don't know. It was that super middleweight, Nigel Bennon. Maybe it wasn't McCallum, but it's just incredible. It's like going to a soccer game overseas. The the, the singing and the chanting, and it's going to be, uh, and hopefully it'll be a better fight than most people think it's going to be. But I yeah. 
I give credit to Golovkin because that's what world champs do. They fight all over the world. They defend their title all over the world. And all the all-time greats, or many of the all-time greats, did that. They defended their titles overseas. And I, I give him a lot of props for doing that. I don't care if he's bigger than the guy. I mean, there's some of these comments bragging on Golovkin because he picked on Kell Brook. You know what, I, I understand now why people tell me not to respond to the comments because they're so, they're so inane. The guy will mm-hmm. fight anybody. He can't force people to fight him. Kell Brook might turn out to be a good fight. But the yeah. atmosphere, it's the atmosphere. You're going to have no atmosphere in Reading for Mora and Jacob. God. Neither of them are from Reading. It's so embarrassing. I can't even believe that rematch was made. Yeah, what's the point? Uh, point. Who's Danny Garcia fighting? Andre Berto. We're going to talk about that, that today during our Word on the Curb segment, but he uh, he's going to be fighting Andre Berto in October in L.A. Yeah, I and mean, what's the that's point? where it belongs. You know, so, yeah, I like Golovkin and Kelbrook. I don't think the other – forget about Mora and Jacobs. Yeah. That's not even in the conversation. The conversation would be if 50,000 Mexicans turn out to see – Canelo and Liam Smith, but it still wouldn't match Golovkin and Kelbrook. Yeah, you know, I'll be out there in Dallas with Gabe Rosado, who's fighting Willie Monroe. I had no intentions of going to Dallas for the Canelo-Liam Smith fight, but now I'm actually getting excited because I think they are going to pack that place. I think that a lot of diehard boxing fans are very angry with Canelo, but the mainstream fans and the Mexicans in Texas – I still think they're going to put, like, 60,000 people in the stadium. So it's going to be a really cool, I think, environment to be in. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Listen, I think Gabe Rosado against Willie Monroe is almost a reason for me to buy the fight, and I don't buy pay-per-view fights because I always get disappointed. That's the, yeah. be- that's the better fight. Yeah, always, <laughs> always Gabe. So, Russell, listen, thank you for joining us today and for making us a part of your day. We're still waiting for Jason Sosa to call in, so we're going to let you go. And if you can give your fighter a little jingle and say, hey, RB&J is waiting for you, we'd appreciate that. We definitely do want to talk to him. We want to get his side. And um, we'd like to see what's new in his life. I know he's got a baby on the way, and now he's like the little mayor of Camden. So, um, anyway, thank you for joining us, Russell. Always appreciate it. And don't get me in trouble with all the women boxers. I won't. I won't. Hey, you had good points. Okay, very good. Take care. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Let's take a quick commercial, and we'll be back with more Morning Punch in Show with RB&J. The Caribe Hilton Hotel in San Juan, Puerto Rico will host the 29th WBO convention October 17th through October 21st. The World Boxing Organization is a sanctioning organization currently recognizing professional boxing world champions such as Sergey the Crusher Kovalev, Gilberto El Zurdo Ramirez, Terrence Bud Crawford, Jesse La Nueva Generación Vargas, Roman Rocky Martinez. Registration forms and advertising opportunities are on our website at WBOboxing.com. The WBO also has a mission that extends beyond the ring. So help join the WBO on this fight and for more information on the WBO Convention of Puerto Rico and the Kids Drug Free Program. Visit WBOboxing.com. All right. Shout out back. again to Russell Pell. Back is broken. What's final? <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't Jay, help it. You are on fire today with the sound effects. Uh, anyway, Russell's always such a good guest to have on the show. He is a legend in the game. And he gives it like it is. And what's good about him is, you know, he just, he just doesn't give an opinion and walk away from it. You know, he has his points. He has his feelings. And, you know, you got to respect that. So uh, hopefully we'll get Jason Sosa to call in. Guys, we did try to get Javante Davis on the show. We tried to get him on twice. He was advised right. not to speak at the moment. He's got some things, I guess, that he needs to resolve with his promotional people and Floyd and – Boy, stop doing that kid dirty. If he wants to live in Baltimore and train in Baltimore, let that boy live. Let him do what he's got to do. Not everybody wants to live that life in Vegas. And let him fight. You know, like Russell said, as a fighter, you never, ever, ever turn down a title shot. So let the boy live. Let him get his shot. So anyway, just wanted to let you know we weren't being biased. We like to call it down the middle. And we did really try to get Javante Davis on the show. He's always welcomed Mm -hmm. on the show. We have an open mic for him here. So, Javon, and he, he agreed. When you're ready. 
he was ready. He was lit. He was lit and ready. Yeah. If you were following RB on Twitter, he was lit, but he was advised. So don't go jumping up in Javante's DMs like he a sucker or nothing. You know, leave yeah. that boy alone. He was ready to speak his piece. Sure was. Hot topics. So last week it was reported that Earl Spence did over-the-moon numbers, and their rating was 6 million viewers on NBC. Wow. So he had the lead-in. You know, from the Olympics coming in, it was great visibility for him. You know, hopefully more of those people that saw him that day will continue to tune in to see him. Six million is a big number. That's a huge number of people, more than any pay-per-view that's been on, on recently. And I don't know what the current record is for network TV for fights. I know that a number of fights have been doing well on the PBC platform, regular network TV, but 6 million people on a Sunday afternoon, maybe we'll start getting more Sunday boxing when people are home eating dinner. So that was great. Right. So the other hot topic this week is Andre Ward versus Kovalev is officially official, Jay. We are really, really getting this fight. It is really going down on November 19th. It is going down in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. Tickets go on sale this Friday at axs.com or at the T-Mobile Arena box office. Were you hyped when we got the press release or what? <laughs> I mean, I'm hyped for us. I'm hyped for us. You know, we'll be so, out there. We'll be out there doing it big. And uh, hopefully this fight performs well because that's a hell of a matchup. Let let me tell you about this weekend. Not only is it the most anticipated fight of the year, but, yes, RB&J, we're going to be out there. We are going to be on Radio Row, which is going to be just bananas, okay? We're going to be on Radio Row talking to everybody and anybody that you can think of coming to you live from Las Vegas. Um, I have had so many people hit me up, Jay, wanting to know where we're staying, what we're doing. I mean, there are so many people coming to this fight. So for the people that think people don't travel for COVID-11 Ward, well, maybe when they're not fighting each other, but this is the best fight of the year. This is the most anticipated fight. Vegas is going to be off the hook. We're making credentials for our dorm room because everybody loves to pop up on us. Exactly. Everybody's going to be out there, Jay. Crazy. So make sure you so make sure you do your credential requests. Uh, these will not be going through Magna Media. Make sure you send them to R B and J. If you would <laughs> like your official credential to rock with R B and J during the Kovalev versus Ward or Ward versus Kovalev fight weekend. What is it? Is it Ward Kovalev or Kovalev Ward? I don't know. I think it's Kovalev Ward. I gotta look back at the press release. But um yeah, at any rate if you want to rock with us, you need a credential. And so, you know, get your applications in. We have some special stuff planned for that weekend. Uh, we're oh, going to be man. out because we are a show for the people, by the yes. people. So stay we're, we're going to have some coming. We're going to have some really cool promotional giveaways from the Morning Punch-In show and the Ruckus. We're going to have all types of good guests on the show. And we're going to have the Raging Bay Brunch the morning of Kovalev Ward. So that's in the beginning stages as well. We're so hyped. Our girl, Bam, she's going to be out there. You know it's right. always Bam. 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 So anyway, girl. obviously we're excited. Hopefully I want yep. both fighters to stay healthy all throughout camp. It would be devastating right. if something went wrong with this fight. But anyway, in case you missed it, Jay, there are some things that went down last week that if you weren't up to speed on, you know, boxing news and Twitter and media and articles, we're going to catch you up right now. Brandon Rios' okay. manager indicated that his that Brandon Rios' top-ranked contract ends in December. Where does Brandon Rios go from here? Who knows? I mean, what really is there for him? I will tell you that Al Heyman has kind of pumped the brakes on signing fighters. So if the big plan is, oh, I'm going to sign with Al Heyman, I don't know if that's going to happen. So where does no. Brandon Rios go after top rank? Brandon Rios had a plan to retire. I think he should stick with that plan and maybe, you know, reconcile it with Robert Garcia. I don't know that they fell out or anything, but repartner up with his longtime guy, Robert Garcia, and, and help run the gym. You know, do something. Stay within boxing because a lot of people got a lot of love for Brandon Rios, but I, I, he's another one. I worry about his safety when he fights him, yeah. Juan Ma. 
and Gulo. Yeah. It's a lot of those guys. When they get in the there, ring, it's like, please. Yeah, there are some fighters. Um, their egos won't let them start over because they were mm. at a really high point in their career making millions of dollars. A guy like Brandon Rios is not going to be okay with top rank saying, well, look, we got to put you on Uni Moss, you know, because HBO doesn't want you on there anymore. We're not going to pay you mm-hmm. two, three, four million dollars anymore. So if you really want to fight, we're going to have to stick you on Uni Moss for 30 grand. Well, Mike Alvarado is okay with that. Juan Baby Bull Diaz yep. is okay with that. But Brandon Rios is not going to be okay with that. That dude made like $4 million to fight Manny Pacquiao a couple years ago. Right. Blew through all that money. He'll tell you himself. He yeah. blew through all that money. Dag, for real? Yeah. He said that in a number of interviews. You know, he made all that money Ooh. off of the Pacquiao fight. I think I have an interview with him on badculture.net. And after that fight and after he blew through that money, people started falling off from him and being shady. And he said he got to see who really was down for him and who wasn't. And maybe that's why he keeps fighting. But, yeah, he blew through that money like, whoa. Yo. All right. Um, unfortunate news. Jose Benavidez Jr. was shot in Phoenix, Arizona last week, taken to the hospital. He is living. He is doing well. But, guys, this whole situation is not good. This is the third warning um, with him being in some mess out here in Phoenix, and it's actually kind of scary. So months ago there was a house that was shot up, and then you heard on the ruckus when his father told us that somebody set the kid's car on fire. He has like an $80,000, $90,000 car, and it was set on fire. Um, That's not random. Then he goes out to walk his dog last week at his girlfriend's house, and he gets shot in the hand and in the leg. Now, if they wanted to kill him, they would have killed him, but obviously they wanted to stop his career. They shot him in the leg and in the hand. As a boxer, you need your hands and you need your legs, right? So this is scary stuff, you know. Um, I heard that they put a plate in his leg. He had to have some surgery. They don't know if it's career-ending or not. The finger's going to be fine. Uh, but this is just too bad. It's unfortunate. I don't know who got mixed up with who, but um, he needs to get out of Dodge. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. He needs to keep a low profile. Phoenix might not be the best place to live. I suggest maybe, you know, like Maine or or West Virginia. But <laughs> people are going to do what they got to do. So prayers to him and on a speedy recovery. Um, I adore his, his mother to death, so... You know, prayers and power to him. Just stay safe out there, kids. Stay safe. I know, right? Uh, so James Kirkland, I mentioned earlier, he was arrested last week over some child support issues. So that means it is time to fight. We know that James Kirkland fights when he needs a check. He got locked up. He owes a bunch of child support. This is the best time for Rock Nation to call his advisor, to call Ann Wolf to call James Kirkland in jail and say, I'm sending you the contract to sign on the dotted line. You need this check. Mm-hmm. Right? We know James fights when he needs a check. Yes, he does. He fights when he needs a check. He fights when there's a parade on the street. He fights <laughs> just because it's Tuesday. But we need him actually fighting in the ring. I don't know. We gotta. He gotta have a head scan too. He didn't he have some brain issues or something. I don't know. But anyway, you're well, right. You're yeah. Right. So Amir Amir Khan. Moving on to some more foolery. Amir Khan plans to fight in January, May, and December. Is he not a shot caller or what, Jay? He's saying he's fighting January, May, and December. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? <laughs> Oh, my God. Stop your fucking lying. We'll see about that. Oh, my God. I could barely breathe. Jay, you're off the chain today. So I'll tell you one thing that Amir Khan is doing well. He is over there in Pakistan right now, and he's feeding the homeless, and he's opening up academies, and he's doing a lot of nonprofit work, and I love that about him. Yeah, as much as yeah. we joke about Amir Khan and we call him delusional, man, he's over there in Pakistan doing his thing, awesome. and that is commendable, that is admirable, it's remarkable, you know what I mean? So, shout out to him on that front. Yeah, uh, I, that, that I, that he, I rock with that. Amir Khan yeah. says a lot of stuff, but he does a lot of outreach and a lot of community service giving back, so you gotta love the guy for that. 
Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to get to the hot question, but we do want to play mm-hmm. Know It or Blow It again. So if you if you want to play, you have to press 1, 718-508-9852. Press 1 so that we know you want to play Know It or Blow It. I'll try to give another easy question, and we will give you 20 seconds on the clock so you can win some free gear from the RagingBabe.com store. Jay, anybody willing to play? No, we don't want to embarrass Joey like that. Joey rocking wood. Oh, wait, we do have somebody else in the queue for some know it or blow it. Well, they're in the queue and they All press right. one. We'll see if they want to know it or blow it. Let's pick them up. 805, you are on with the Morning Punch and Show with RB and J. Who am I speaking to and where are you calling from? Yova from California. Hey, what's, what's happening? What's have... your name? Um, Yova. Oh, what's happening? Yova. What's going on? Yes. We got you. We got you. He's ready. All right. Ready. We're gonna give we're gonna give you twenty seconds on the clock. Now were you listening to the whole show or did you just no, call in? I just called in. Okay, great. We're gonna give you twenty seconds on the clock. Here we go. We want you to name us five current world champions. Can you name us five current world champions? Yeah. Go. Lee Selby, uh, Triple G, Kovalev, Tyson Fury, and Kelbrook. All right. He's got it. You did it. We finally got a winner. Yes. Hey, you won. So so you get to pick any shirt you want from the RagingBabe.com store. I actually want to play one more with you again because our our caller earlier wasn't able to get the, the question right. So I'm going to give you another 20 seconds to give you a shot to win two shirts from the RagingBabe.com store. Right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Jay, we're going to give him 20 seconds. Here we go. If Y-E-S spells yes, what does E-Y-E-S spell? Eyes. Oh, you must have been listening earlier. You got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, all That's right. A good hold on. Do we I? Yeah. Do I follow you on Twitter? Because I need yeah. to get your contact information. I'm Yova Art. J O V A. J O V A. Underscore R eight oh five. R805. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do see you. And I do follow you. Yeah. Oh, Hova. This is my boy Hova. Yo, why didn't you tell me? You, like, come on, man. I know you. I know you real well. We hang down. We hang out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what fight am I going to see you at next? Shit. I don't know. I don't know yet. Are you going to Canelo Smith? (laughs) Nah, I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) Tocolatito. Oh, oh, I'm going to yeah. be in L.A. Yes, I'm going to be in L.A. for that. I'm coming. Yeah, so are you? is there like a tailgate or something that I'm going to be invited to or not? Uh, I don't know for sure. I'll let you know. Though. I'll hit you up for sure. Yeah, hit me up. Let me know. And thank you for that DM you sent me the other day was so funny with the Puerto Rican National Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, so funny. But, all right, I'm going to see you in L.A. Do me a favor. When, we get off the, or when you get off the line, DM me your size and the shirts that you want and your ship to address, and I'll get those out to you. For sure. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, man. I'll see you in a few weeks. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, we didn't All have right. a lot to talk about today, but we did have a lot to talk about. Jay, let's get into the hot question. we got like eight minutes left on the show, and I still got to dish the word on the curve. <laughs> That's how I feel about these hot question responses. All right, let's get into it. Remember, the hot question of the day was, what do you think is the biggest problem in boxing right now? Our guy, double A, Adam Abramowitz, SN Boxing said, the best not fighting the best. Uh, Axel mm. Stan, who is at AXX number 40, says, pay-per-views, not worth paying for. We also got a response from an egg. Coco JP1220 says, fighters putting money over legacy and boxing politics. Ooh, yes. Uh, another response. You guys, Abby, for, I can't with you guys. At OBNYK says, uh, horrible undercard. Uh, of course, Frank Angiano says, Al Heyman. 
let's see. What else we got? Elite Boxing we got says fighters. Oh, you know we're going to get the Heymans. Um, Elite Boxing says fighters wanting rematches and arguing the scorecards when they clearly lose. Shut up and rebuild till you earn one more shot. Damn. All right, Elite Boxing. Shut let up. Them, let them know. Let, shut up. Uh, Johnny Finch Esquire says, oh, we might need a lawyer. The Heyman Aaron feud remains the biggest problem in boxing. Domo, uh, Obama self, uh, Domo, and my guy Domo, I can't see your whole name in the thing. Domo, guys fight more. There you go. Guys fight more on social media than in the ring. Once they lose the Twitter right. battle, they say, call my manager. I'm going to start tweeting. 100%, Domo fan sauce. I agree 100%. And, and a follow-up. Guys wanting superstar money with no superstar resumes. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. Pass the offering plate. Hallelujah. You want to take a few of these, RB? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Exposed Boxing says promoters cherry-picking opponents for their fighters. We got another person Mm. that said Al Heyman is the problem. RQBR33C says fighters not fighting enough and not fighting enough and pricing themselves out. Uh, Let's see. Dara Cobb said the biggest problem is fighters can pick and choose who they want to fight and when. Uh, Let's see. The next one. Not and Profit says the inability of sanctioning bodies to make big fights happen. There really isn't a sanctioning body. There's four sanctioning bodies, but I feel like boxing needs one unified, right? Like sanctioning body ranking system. Yeah, we are being jacked. Let's see. You Super Deluxe says way too many belts. Look under your chair. You get a belt if you get a belt. (laughs) You get a belt. You get a belt. You get a belt. (laughs) Beast Move 210, too much network beef, people not daring to be great, too many pay-per-views for fights not worth it, a.k.a. Camilo Smith. Woo! Woo! Pang, pang, pang. Go ahead, Jay. News. 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 Our guy News from the Collie and from Twitter says, the promotional companies not working together on a consistent enough basis to bring us the biggest and best fights. Hallelujah. Uh, Jonathan J Kid One Fifty Four says, "Not enough main, not enough coverage by mainstream media. A huge market on Sundays with NFL running upcoming fight promo would be key. Yeah, they got to come up with some dollar dollar bills, y'all." Uh, JS Underscore Writing says, "Factionalism preventing the fights that fans want. Also, the unprofessionalism and immaturity of much of the boxing media." Ooh. Holler, holler, and holler Word. on that one. You talking some stuff there hmm. at the TKO Network says promoters and networks and let's see we got a lot Simon Boxing Head I think he's one of our Brit listeners says fighters getting paid too much for bullshit fights and therefore want unrealistic money for fighting tough opponents yeah okay and Papa Garrett says no unity no cohesion need one league one belt and an accurate ranking system say it with your chest. Uh, Bill Green, 1104, says we need to improve the pay-per-view industry. It is slowly, slowly dying. Keep in mind, Chavez Sr. used to fight on Tyson's undercards. Very good point. And lastly, Carlos Aguaz. Carlos says a lot of fighters not wanting to take risk and making excuses not to fight someone who poses a threat. Muchas gracias para los responses del the pregunta de la guía. <laughs> Um, okay, Jay, I'm going to mute your mic. You're done. <laughs> oh. oh, well, look, that was a really good, hot question, Jay. Kudos to you for coming up with it. Like I said, everybody yeah. seems to be in the same realm with their answer. It's not like we got a lot of off-the-wall stuff. Everybody wants promoters to work together. They want less pay-per-views. They want more uh, cohesion in our sport, and they want the best fighting the best. So until that happens, we're going to keep bitching and complaining. So we have literally like two more minutes. I'm going to give you the word on the curb. I see a lot of people are tweeting this morning about Charlo versus Julian Williams. Now, this was our word on the curb last week. What you guys are talking about today on Twitter is what I dished to you guys last week. So I'm going to give you guys some updates. Last week I told you there are a lot of logistical issues going on with this fight. Some of the promoters feel the fight should take place on the East Coast of New York. Others are thinking it should be in L.A. There's other people saying Vegas. And Charlo wants it in Houston. But here's the problem is that Julian Williams went on national TV several months ago when he fought in March and said, I'll take a pay cut. I'll go to Houston. I will fight you. You know, that didn't happen. 
So now that the fight has to happen, now Carlo's trying to make these demands, and J-Rock says, well, hold up. I already offered to come to Houston. I shouldn't have to do that now. So, first of all, neither one of us are... Neither one of them are in any type of um, clout. Neither one of them have the type of clout to be demanding where this fight should go. My thing is shut the F up and fight. Heyman, just make the fight. Now, this fight should have happened 90 days after Charlo beat Trout. That didn't happen. Those are the IBF rules, okay? It didn't happen. Now it's logistical reasons. Charlo had no problem going to Brooklyn when he was meeting with Jay-Z and his people at Rock Nation Sports. Why you got a problem Wait, coming to Brooklyn to fight? Yeah, you heard Wait, that. Wait, RB. Wait, RB, let me pause you because it looks like our listeners online can no longer oh. hear us. So I am going because the recording has ended, and so they are still, they lost it. So I'm going to restart the show so that you can go back live and do the word on the curb. Hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> 